What is it about society that disappoints you so much? Oh, I don't know. Is it that we collectively thought Steve Jobs was a great man, even when we knew he made billions off the backs of children? Or maybe it's that it feels like all our heroes are counterfeit. The world itself's just one big hoax. Spamming each other with our burning commentary of bullshit, masquerading as insight. Our social media faking as intimacy. Or is it that we voted for this? Not with our rigged elections, but with our things, our property, our money. I'm not saying anything new, we all know why we do this. Not because Hunger Games books makes us happy, but because we want to be sedated. Because it's painful not to pretend. Because we're cowards. Fuck society. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. It's Welly. It's Jay. It's 2017. The survivors are here. Yeah, we survived. We definitely survived. I may not survive this week because it's too goddamn cold it's in cold Texas. It's cold bitch. Bro, I've been in the South my whole life, and I didn't sign up for this coldness. To me, cold is 45 degrees. These freezing temperatures just ain't what my body is used to. <laughs> and it's hurting me right now because it's cold. Bro, you lucky you're not up north, man. I was when I, I was raised in negative negative temps. I don't do negs. I don't do wind chills negative three. Don't do negative accounts and don't do negative degrees. Walk out there looking like uh, the little brother from the Christmas story. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, move his arms. Like, oh man, I'm telling you, it'll be cold in Chicago, man. But shit, man. Happy New Year, everybody. First official episode coming to you late. But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, as usual, we're going to get right to it. We, we don't need to be talking about the cold, man. We need we're, to get right to it. We're not going to talk about the production People staff. need to hear our opinions. They know the facts are facts, but they need to hear our opinions. What we got, what we got on the docket for, the, for, the, for this glorious evening? A new show on Netflix called Travelers. Travelers. You checked it out yet? Nope. I forgot to send it to you. What's but it about? um it's it, it's it's a pretty dope show. Um the it, was, it I'm not even gonna explain it. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> at the same time, the thing about it though, it's about the future and it's about people traveling, you know, back to the current time. And as they travel back to the current time, they're not actually people traveling back to the current time. It's a con it's their conscience. Traveling back to uh, the current uh, current time, and they're taking up another person's uh, body that recently passed away or that just passed away, and their conscious takes over their body, and it's now the host. So, a group of travelers, as they it's a team of travelers, they come here and they have a they have a mission, and whether that mission is to to kill Hitler, kill Obama, well not Hitler because they have to travel back to a period of time where computers were up, so. When they travel back in time, whether it is to assassinate Reagan, mm-hmm. um, it's a team of them. And it's like it's usually like four or five. I want to say it's five. But one of the interesting things that popped out to me was when I was watching the show, just thinking about a conscience. Your conscience doesn't really have, how do I say it? I guess in a sense your conscience has eyes 
it has a mind, but there's no body with your conscience. Mm-hmm. Your conscience is, you know, it's a mind thing. And uh, this group of travelers, as they come back, I mean, usually it's their same group. And these two particular individuals kind of threw me for a loop because as they took a hold of their host, which was this older man and this younger black woman, they were in love. And they still were able to, you know, have sex with each other and still love each other. And I was sitting there thinking, like, damn, that's kind of weird to me how these two people are still in love with each other, but they're just conscious. Like, they're not in love with the physical. They're just in love with the fact that I, so- I identify your conscious your in this body. Exactly. And I thought that was kind of dope. That's why, like, this whole week I kind of been like, man, like, that kind of threw me for a loop. Because I'm like, is that, is that really what love is? Because I really don't sense that nowadays. Like, I don't really think that... If a person was put in a situation where they went on a blind date, and as they went on that blind date, the person that they they meet up with was paralyzed from the waist down, I just don't feel like in today's society that would work. I feel like that would automatically be a a no-brainer. It's not happening. Catfish. That's all it is. It's catfish. And and like like you said, that's why it doesn't work in today's society because... Example, you know, they're they're on catfish or whatever. You're, you know, you form this relationship with somebody online with this fake image they have of themselves, and then they meet this person. They meet that person in person, and it's like not who they were. You see, but their conscience is still the same. Their conscience is still the same. Their personality is still what's intact. It's just that it's that physical. You look at this person. And this isn't the person that you put this conscience with, and it fucks up. It fucks with our society. Man, that's crazy, but because I never really looked at it like that until I saw that, and I'm like, well, in a sense, like you say, you bring up catfish. Well, if you fell in love with the persona that you got off of catfish or what you got off of whatever social media site you were on, you should still the, love that person. You should still love that person, but it's just like they automatically jump to, oh, but I was lied to. But I was like, hey, they probably lied to you for a reason, clearly, because they knew that you wouldn't fall in love with the physical, because it almost feels like the physical is seventy percent to thirty percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It feels like if you ain't got that fifty percent that a person's preference longs for, like that's that person's preference, then it's not gonna work anymore. Yeah, they're not even they're not gonna get to that conscious that that mental connection because they were so wrapped up in the physical. That's I mean that's pretty much what and I and, and I I kind of like I look at shit like and I'm looking I look at society as a whole and I'm like society is so damaged because. When you really think about how shit has been going on since like the 13th century where a lot of these philosophers was coming around bringing up these different ideals, one philosopher that I was reading about recently, he was talking about how romanticism really ruined love. You know, this was in the 19th century because when you really think about it, like I was telling you the other day, you we watch these Disney movies, we watch these Hollywood movies and they always talk about happily ever after, but not even the greatest artists are ever able to tell you what happens during the happily ever after. They They just stop there. They lived happily ever after. They walk off in the sunset holding hands. They lived happily ever after. But they don't want to tell you about the fact that when they walked off happily ever after, they was fighting over what movie to go to. or (laughs) Where to eat at. Where to eat at. Or they was bitching about, oh, you're making the bed hot. You know what I'm saying? Why why are you sweating in the bed? Or who's going to change this diaper? They don't want to tell you about the reality of it. Mm-hmm. They just they just they just show you the notebook version of everything, the the bubblegum and unicorn and rainbow shit. And I think society as a whole has been brainwashed into thinking that love is this this elixir that lasts forever. Yeah. And the reality <clears throat> is, and which is the theme of 2017, you know, re, be realistic. The reality is, if if you're if you're planting a garden, 
And as you're planting that garden, it starts to flourish and blossom and you get it to where you want it to get to. I mean, how many people are really just, your average person, how many people are really just going to tend to that garden and keep it beautiful and still love that garden? Through you know every season. You know, every, are you out there in winter with the tarps and the heat lamps to make sure this garden still prospers in the wintertime? Probably not. You're not. You and go you go through the stages where, yeah, you love this person, but then you'll go through stages where you absolutely hate this person and you get tired of seeing them, and then you'll fall back in love, hopefully. 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 Because I bring up the garden reference because I feel like people are going to tend to that garden while it's beautiful and new. But I think it's human nature to just kind of get tired of shit. Or to just kind of get so used to it, you don't you don't see it's worth anymore, and that's how I feel like most people get taken for granted that way. It's like you 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 you're 25, 26 years old. You meet this female one night, you know y'all y'all hit it off, y'all go through that honeymoon stage, and then all of a sudden, um, the the Western society's version of love kicks in. You get married, you have kids, and all of a sudden, it, it just eventually gets stagnant. Because it's just like, what else is there? Mm-hmm. What's the happily ever after? The happily ever after is the female coming into the room, you know, trying to trying to make things, trying to be spontaneous because she's listening to Doctor Phil and she wants to she wants to you know bring light back into the relationship, not realizing that. I mean, really, you just really hit this stagnant stage, and the only way to truly bring light into today's society is hopefully y'all both can hit the lottery and life can be new again. Yeah. Because once life gets routine and it just gets pretty much you know just stale i kind of feel like that's it, there's there's possibility there's no more up from there i think i think the main issue is if it doesn't hit at the same time like if the man gets gets into this comfortable state before the woman gets there or the woman gets there before the man gets there that's when it comes to the oh well you didn't do what you used to do or you don't you don't you know do these small things that you used to do that's when you get those situations and then there's that third party that's trying to just trying to break up this circle that's that's showing you these things of the past or even showing you new things mm-hmm. and then there's that high it's like oh this is this is this is what i enjoyed and now he's gotten so comfortable or she's gotten so comfortable but look at this i can go get this and then you go get that, and you're with that, and then it dies down too. Yeah, true. Like it, if, if you if you don't descend at the same time, it's always going to be that imbalance, and there's always going to be that third per the third party out there trying to bring in something new to entice you. Realistically, for somebody to descend at the same time as another person is is ridiculous. So I mean, I mean, it. Like I said before, it's the whole concept of love. It has us so brainwashed into thinking that it's gonna, you know, just be. It's just gonna be pure and good and, and and just blossom all the time. But I mean, flowers do eventually die. You know, even trees as they they, they grow strong at some point that they eventually start leaning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've always liked the under three thousand quote where he was like, uh, if nothing lasts forever, what makes love an exception? You know, and I I, I mean I, I would think about that when I was like nineteen, twenty years old. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. it's true. But we try. Oh, you yeah, know, we as try. as a society we try. And a lot of times, it's just like even when you're playing a video game and you you you're bored, you going, you having an all night, you playing a video game. Eventually, you keep losing to the same dude on Mortal Kombat. You're like, I'm gonna give this up tonight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I just kind of <laughs> feel take like this break. that's what people do in relationships nowadays, and that is to me a, the natural instinct of a human being. When shit seems like okay, it's getting rough. Uh, I put my timetable on it. I'm not feeling it. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, nev- I'm never going to be the type of person that's just saying, 
quick, 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 like very quickly, but face the facts. You know, like I, I was reading the other day where like this female was saying that why do females put up with bullshit from men and knowing that the men are 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 toxic to them and they don't they don't they're not gonna be any better down the line, but we just keep trying to fight for this relationship. And I, my personal opinion was it's because more than likely one of the people are scared to start over, whether it's man or woman. I, I think both it happens. To I both think people. I think sometimes it's both. Yeah. And most of the time when that start over comes, you you kind of want to have something already waiting in the wing. Exactly. You're not gonna start over. So from you start scratch. putting most that one people foot out the door. Most people try to start over from scratch. Yeah, so. you start putting that one foot out the door, and um, yeah, because people. I mean, this is this is the how do I say it? this is what we've come to as a society. We've basically gotten to the point where. If our lives can't resemble what we see in Hollywood or what we read in these fictional novels, then we ain't living a life. Mm -hmm. That's how I kind of feel about it. But nobody wants to admit that shit just, I mean, you're going to probably have just as many sad days as you have happy days. Yeah. You know, but people want to, people, people fight for happiness every day. And I kind of feel like if you're fighting for happiness, that's kind of crazy because it's like, I mean, just be around what makes you happy. Happy, happiness, happiness is something you should just let happen. Yeah, you know. You shouldn't and, overthink happiness. You shouldn't, especially as have a person, force as, happiness. You should just let it happen. If it feels good to you, let it happen. Especially as a person that's healthy, waking up every day, has a job. You're living this normal, but what you think is average life, and you don't really have a lot to complain about. But then, for some reason, you can't find happiness. Then something is wrong with you. Because I feel like in that lifestyle, happiness is just. It's, it's good, but I, I tend to forget sometimes happiness is a luxury where you're living in this fucking country because a lot of people, man, they're a couple paychecks away from being unemployed. Like, if they, if literally, if somebody, it's, I know a lot of people, not, not unemployed, but being in poverty, mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people that if they, they live check to check, if one or two checks stop, they done. It's a wrap. If they don't get unemployment on time, they done. They close to starving. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's, What's happening in America right now? Like I was reading up on on like the unemployment and stuff and the average wage. I mean, like I think that the average wage in America is like for, between forty five and fifty thousand. And when you really think about that, it's a lot of it's a lot of um, cities or states that you could live in and make it fifty thousand. You won't really be surviving, especially if you have a child. Oh no, that's scary. Any any of those major metropolitan areas, like you go to New York, you're, you're struggling on fifty grand. You're struggling. Jesus. By yourself. By yourself. Even, even, even by yourself, you're struggling on fifty grand. That's crazy. I would. I wouldn't see. I don't, I've never lived in New York. I don't. Even I don't with know. even with my job, if I were to move to New York, I would get a thirty percent bonus wage to live in New York, just because the cost of living is so high. And then you'd be able to live. Maybe. Wow. Maybe. But I would imagine your profession. Your profession is set up for you to be able to. Pretty much live anywhere in this country if you're if you're living off their cost of living. Yeah, uh, off their cost of living. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, that's that's what's up in America right now. So, I think I think a, a question was posed to me. A couple of questions were posed to me. Like, what would be the perfect relationship? Like, how would you go into a relationship knowing that not necessarily perfect, but knowing that it's pretty, it's gonna last a while? I think for me personally, it would be just. 
just that calm that you get. Like, I don't feel like I have to overly work hard to impress you. I don't feel like I'm letting you down. If I, if I speak my mind and, and speak my truth, if mm-hmm. I speak my truth and tell you, Hey, this is what I want to do or, or, you know, this is what I don't want to do. This is what I like. This is what I don't like being able to speak your truth. I think that's, that's, that's key. When I say calm, speak your truth. Um, comfortability you gotta be comfortable and it's gotta be that person that you would rather be around than to be around anybody else that's true like that makes sense like i talked to my barber and i was talking talking to him about him and his girl he's like truly what it is to me is like i'd rather be he told me he'd rather be around his girl than be around anybody else Mm -hmm. and i think that's that's what it is that's 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 rare these days that's rare these days i feel like I, i can be in so many situations where it's it's either i would rather be alone or I, I, I would want to be with this person. And a lot of times, my alone wins. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in my alone time, it's just it's just so much, I can have so much more fun. It's crazy as it sounds. I don't even think it's more fun. I it's think just it, I think it's mind. more comfortable. It's yeah, a peace, peace of, of mind. mind. And sometimes when I'm with another person, whoever that person may be, the peace of mind is not there. It's just, and that's, that's more has to do with me, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still a fight. Because no matter who you're with, um... That person is is in competition with something or somebody, and for me, more than likely, you're you're basically my alone feels so good that if you can't compete with that, more than likely, I'm gonna choose my alone over you, mm-hmm. and that makes a lot of sense because even you know we got the same barber, so even when we talking to him, I, I've been told him that I've been said that I don't know the ins and out of your relationships. It's kind of like when you walk. You're walking through the park. You see this old couple sitting on the bench, and automatic you just automatically think, "Oh man, that's just you know that's cool. You know they've been together for seventy years, blah blah." But you never want to accept the reality that that was some problems in those years. Yeah, and shit, it could be problems right there. That that old lady probably dragged him to the park. He probably <laughs> wants to be on his fucking eighty year old couch watching Seinfeld or watching golf, and his wife dragged him out the house. He's probably pissed off in that moment, but. We're brainwashed into thinking that oh they're two old people they're together and they're still they're still struggling to keep this going. I mean at that point shit they gray hair, uh, varicose veins popping out you know what what do you expect like who who's gonna want them? And it's that that's that start over thing. Like, yeah. Who's gonna want them? And um, I, I'm just bringing up to say that you just never know. You can never read a book by its cover. I, I think I think one thing about it is like I mentioned it's it's the being able to be your true you. Like, without being able to say whatever you want without any regard. Like, mm-hmm. if you said something and they got pissed off, all of a sudden you're uncomfortable. I know this this for me. Like That's if happened I, to if, me many times. If I say something and the mood just changes, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I and, know that and, and it's hard to restore it back to where you were when you were just comfortable, when you were just Netflix and then chilling. Yep. And then you you might see something on TV. It's like, damn, she's fine. And then all of a sudden the person you with, you get, they get offended. Mm-hmm. And then you in your mind you're thinking... Damn, you said that shit about Cam Newton earlier on the on the yoga commercial, Bruh. but then I said, and now you're playing. Now you're in your mind, yeah. And now you're uncomfortable because they're they've just adjusted their body language. They're not leaning on you now. They sitting up on the couch and they've separated yourself. Now you now it's like, all right, now I need to I need to get to my alone. This isn't comfortable for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Now I need to get to my alone. And that's and, and that's really hits on one of my points. Of I think one of the things that would define a perfect relationship or just a good relationship to me is two people that know what fairness is. See, two people that know what fairness is. Or they practice fairness. It's 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 not gonna be any time. It's it's gonna be hard for you to come across situations where you're like, but you did this or but that because y'all know what's fair. Y'all know what's real. Mm-hmm. I also think in today's side society, we gotta just accept the fact that 
being in a relationship, it's not cheap for a man or a woman. So if, 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 if your man is expecting something from you and your woman is expecting something from you, I think finances come into play pretty heavily in a, in a first world country. Yeah. So fairness, finances, and, 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 having, and having like minds, meaning y'all share uh, enough hobbies but not too many hobbies to where y'all get tired of each other. Because I think... You can do things together, but yet you can separate and go do your own thing. And it thing. can be fair. You have your separate friends. You go hang out with your girls. I'm hanging out with the boys. Exactly. Then we come back, we, we have stuff to talk about. If exactly. you like what I like, you know, it's like... And you're glued to my hip all the time. I can't tell you about anything because you're always you're there. You're always there. <laughs> or, or it's almost like I'm hearing about your problems all the time to the point where it's just like... Damn, like you know, and even when I, if I'm telling you my problems, I would expect my problems. If I'm telling you every day, that becomes overbearing. Oh yeah. See, there is no balance in today's relationships because it seems like as soon as people get into relationships, they start suffocating each other, and or they start wanting to control each other, and then at that point, it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of chaos. So, finance, fairness, um, like mind. I feel like. You could add more to that, but I think if you could nail those three, you'd probably be in a real good situation. And when you're in a relationship with somebody, that person, when you're with them, they should distract you from wanting to be anywhere else. Like you said, I agree. you should not want to be with anybody else when you're with the person that you really enjoy. Like, if I'm with you and we're staying in the same house or whatever, and we're in two different separate rooms, I mean, that's cool. But it would be weird to me if that wasn't something that was occurring every single day because it's just like, hold on, we're staying together you know, we so-called love each other, and you're in separate rooms. I mean, cause I'm downstairs in the living room. You're upstairs in the game room. Exactly. Like, look, I mean, come on now. Most of us work eight to ten hours a day or whatever. So you're probably at home for five and a half, six hours awake. So if I come home and then you're just going, that means we're not spending any time together. So that's weird to me. That's To me, that's a red flag to say that you're either tired of each other or it was a point in time in a relationship I mean, it's a poor time in a relationship that brought you to the point where you're tired of each other. Because, like I told you on that one episode, there's no reason for a married couple or a couple to be together for a couple of years and all of a sudden the sex stops. I mean, we've already talked about how important the physical was. So, if the sex stops uh, and we're just friends, shit, I might as well move with one of my homeboys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We might, we're just roommates now. Yeah. Why are we just roommates now? We're just, I, we're, we're just here for financial gain now. That's the benefit of relationships people hate to admit. Like, you get in a relationship, and I want to say two working people, they only have, if you really think about it, 35 to 40 hours a week with each other. I mean, I mean obviously, on the weekend, a little bit more, depending on who you, you're dealing with. But then then again, this is this is a live-in relationship. Yeah. If you don't live together, you may not see each other till the weekend. Yeah, and... and, and and when by the time you see that person on the weekend, if I mean, because don't get me wrong, it's sometimes you can you can y'all not live together to be with each other all the time. I know people that don't live together; they with each other all the time, every mm-hmm. day, and just not knowing that when the when the shit hits the fan, all that shacking up they was doing is just gonna make the the marriage that more stale. Because once again, you're not introducing anything new. Nothing, and that's why people start trying to force spontaneity, like. Why do I need to go to Dr. Phil in order to to realize that, you know, shit is getting... Why do I have to change who I am if you fell in love with this person in the beginning? If I wasn't a spontaneous person then, why do I have to be a spontaneous person now? You love my dull, boring personality then. Now, all of a sudden, I got to start, you know, getting stripper poles. Yeah. I got to start bringing bringing men in the room and And, females in the room with this. And even with that, I got to start doing this. What are you doing? A lot of times, it'd be be like that. It it has to be balanced. 
fairness that effort has to be balanced fairness you know and that's just something that you know that we don't see a lot and well when people come to me with their relationship issues I, I hear that and I just kind of feel like damn maybe you're trying a little bit too hard maybe you gotta push back so so much that that other person whether he or she or whatever has to push back on you because I mean if if the person that you're in love with or you're with for a long period of time gets to the point where they're happy or they're fully functioning without worrying about you at all, that's a problem. Because mm-hmm. I know so many people in relationships that the only time people are sweet to each other is on birthdays, anniversaries. It's like, damn, what y'all doing other 362, 363 days? That sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you'll even see that on TV. It's like, oh, it's my birthday. You know, I'm I'm get I'm gonna have sex tonight. It's like, it's scheduled now. Even, That's even, terrible. Even when married with children, Peg was fine. Oh man. And Al oh. didn't want that ass for nothing. But nigga, I know if somebody else try to come through and get that ass, oh, he, he was, kill him. He was killing him. I, that was probably to me one of my favorite shows of all time, based in Chicago, obviously. But. <laughs> That show right there, to me, that hit it right on spot. You know what I'm saying? You had the next-door neighbors, which were delusional. Mm-hmm. The Darcy's, they were fucking delusional. She went through two husbands. And she was always pretending to be happy. You know, like these social media relationships you see nowadays. And that's what that's what, that's what what kills me. And I, I heard them say this on Vital Information. You know, you put, you put have you've lived your whole relationship on social media. Then y'all break up. And you don't give no explanation to the people that's been following you on social media. I deserve Pic- it. I, picture, I really do. Pictures right. just start coming down. It's like shit. I'm gonna, I'm a part of this relationship now. You feel like it? Yeah. That's why. That's why I feel like these modern day relationships are ridiculous. It's like, why are we? We're not in high school, and that's how. That's how I know the difference between somebody that has been, uh, how do I say, so consumed by this current generation of people that they can no longer think how illogical it is to put their business out there like that. I'm not a celebrity. Nobody cares about my personal life, in all honesty. That's why it sickens me when I see fitness people doing what they doing, but then I see this nigga over here popping bottles every weekend, and the fitness person is getting hated on, and everybody's envying this person that's popping bottles and eating that Papa Do's every other weekend. Yeah, turn it's up, like, hold turn on. up, turn up. It's like, hold on, I mean, this person, you know, sipping brown, sipping brown all the time and never see him drinking water, never promoting anything healthy, maybe every now and then, and, and at the end of the day, I mean, I kind of think that people people tend to flock towards people with corny personas because it, I guess it's easier to emulate emulate because I mean at the end of the day who wants to, who wants to lift weights who wants to who wants to run two or three miles a day you know so that's actually a challenge I just want to wake up and and be good exactly and most people like I said in America have these average jobs but for some reason they feel the need to to put on front like they're living life like the Kardashians. Or living life like Soulja Boy, and you're not, you know, like you're not good in the hood. You, you're you really not good in the hood, Soulja Boy. You're <laughs> not welcomed here, and it, it is that's that goes for a lot of people. People look at Soulja Boy laughing at him, but at the same time, a lot that should happen to a lot of people that still trying to put on that front, like you know, I, I go to this nine to five job every day, but I can still run through through hoods in New York and hoods in Chicago and I'm still good. No, you've transitioned over to another lifestyle. So start living that lifestyle and appreciating it more. You know what I'm saying? Because those people that you were in the hood that you're good with, they're probably not there anymore. They're, Honestly, they're, they're dead or gone, like you. What it is, is especially in the black community, in a black community, people love to, to how do I say, want to pretend like they're the best of both worlds. Like, I can, I can 
I can put on this corporate, you know, this corporate outfit, but at the end of the day, I can still gangbang. No, you cannot. You need to take your ass home. You need to turn on How to Get Away with Murder or whatever it is the fuck y'all watching, and and chill for you know, chill for with yourself and or talk to your friends and or link up with your family. But all this, uh, I could corporate thugging. Like stop it! Like stop it! It doesn't even make sense, you know. And I'm 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 never I'm never gonna be the type of person to be like, oh, that's how white people do it. I don't give a fuck how white people do it because white people, and I say this all the time, they're not the standard. They don't don't forget who taught white people how to take baths, how to use soap, how to use towels. Say like, real talk. Like people need to understand that that is the that is the history of of of, of these people that for some reason we envy so much. Yeah, they got the upper hand, but. At the end of the day, we're still successful in our own way. And as we're successful in our own way, we don't got to be ratchet all the time. Just be classy for the sake of being classy, not for the sake of people thinking, oh, you're white. Or for the sake of wanting to, you know, click up with white people. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, who cares? Nobody nobody cares. Like, why, why would you... Why would you continue to, to to divide yourself that way? It's like, oh well, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be like the whites. So you're trying to separate yourself from from the black people, or you're trying to, you know, you what what is it? It's it's pointless. But that's the funny thing that I see all the time. It's like our people always try to figure out a way to get that to get that upper hand to be like I'm better than you to like, be different from ourselves. That's why I was always. That's why I never was really a fan of church. Church like a lot of people want to church just to symbolize that you know, hey, um, I'm closer to the Lord than you. You're not going to church, and you know, I I come in here with my my my, uh, my Easter Sunday suit, and I'm 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 all dapper, and it's just like that holier than thou. And, you know, and that's and for me, that's one of the things that kind of just made me look at the church like I mean, hey. If it takes that to go to church, why do I want to be in a place like that? I really want to be in a place where I can come as I am. And that that whole ideology has been gone. And really, though, it's like people still, you know, come as they are now, meaning they just don't give a damn what they wear. But at the same time, they feel still try to come clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's I, I still see that till this day. And I'm not even going to go into the, the reasons why people go to church because we already know for the most part the reason people go to church in general, but our people, I forgot, uh, I forgot who said it. Didn't Drake say it felt like I wasn't black enough to go to church or something like Someone, one of the rappers said something like that. And it's crazy because I know I'm not the only person that feels that way. I know I'm not the only person that feels when I go to church, I feel alienated because I'm not jumping up and down, you know, spitting young thug lyrics, acting like I'm speaking in tongues, you know? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not falling out. Like, like the, the, the quote unquote spirit isn't hitting me. Like it's hitting other people, and yeah. I, I mean, sometimes you you sitting there and you getting getting the word. You're like, okay, yeah, you talking to me today, and you know, a lot of this is relating to my life. And then other times it's not. But then you always see those same people that are in there that they relate to every single thing that the pastor preaches every single week. Ridiculous. But hey, I don't know what their life's like. Yeah, me neither. I can only I can only I can only hope that they're not just out there putting on a show because we know that's not godly to be in there putting on a show just to show us that you're more religious or more pious than the next person because that ain't what's up. That's not that's not what you should be going to church for. That's just ridiculous. But either either way, um, when, I, when I see our people for what they are, I just kind of feel like it's just sad that so many of us are going the, going the route of trying to be like celebrities. And when I see Social Boy and Chris Brown doing what they're doing, I kind of it kind of upsets me because it feels like 
you guys got all this money. And I know money isn't everything, but you guys got all this money. But once again, you still want to do things or live a lifestyle that resembles that you still have street in you. And I kind of feel like, what was the purpose of becoming successful? Like, if I get rich, I want to get to the point where I'm like, I feel safe every day. Yeah. I feel I feel like... Or I want to give back. I don't want to get rich and still be on the corner. Yeah, risking my life. Like, this nigga, Troy, Troy Ave, is getting shot still. And niggas getting their change snatched. Like, why do I want to live that lifestyle to where I'm still subject to that? Why do I want to be around around where things ha- like that happen? Yeah, and that's not even to say that I'm better than you. But what is the point of escalating in life? In, in, in my job and my finances, but in my and who I associate with, that doesn't elevate, or I'm not trying to elevate them. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous to me, and I really feel like we really the only ones that really do that. I don't know if white people do that. I don't care, but at the same time, see, I, I think I think most white people they try to forget that whole phase of their life. If they like, ever had it, if they escaped that trailer park, you're not going to know they were in that trailer Eminem. park. Eminem, Eminem. Uh, jackass, the jackass crew. Yeah, them, them boys, they get money and they, they doing what they do. But you ain't finna see them. Eminem ain't on Eight Mile no more. Nah, boys, them boys ain't in uh the trailer parks in Knoxville. That's not happening. It doesn't make sense. That's that's uh damn. I don't, I don't, I'm at a loss for words. But that, isn't that counterproductive? It's hustling backwards. Yeah, that's counterproductive. At the end of the day, it's hustling backwards. Like who wants to do that? And like I said, we live in a, in an economy where it's hard to hold on to a job. So if they I got are. a good job, well, how am I still walking around associating with drug dealers? Why? Is it, do I not have another choice of friends? <laughs> like, it's, why Why are your friends still dealing drugs is, is a better question. Like, I mean, provide them with an opportunity. I'm not saying just give them money because you know this is a drug dealer, but, you know, show them like, hey, I can escape that. You can escape that, too. Exactly. And if that's what they choose to do, then be like, you know. Nothing against you, but I gotta separate you gotta myself. Yourself. I got stuff to lose. Yeah, you gotta distance yourself. And so many people out there pretend like like they're trying to distance themselves, but they know it's hard because for some reason they may not have the actual social skills to connect with other people that are in their job field. They may they may be in the job field where they stick like you. You're in a job field where you walk in there and you're probably the only black guy on the floor, Most or maybe one of two. Most of the time, out of out of thirty employees. But guess what? You should be um, groomed to the point where you can adapt to any situation. Man, life is about adapting. If you can't adapt to being around other human beings just because they don't look like you, then you already have uh, social issues that you need to you need to take care of. It's, it's already bigger than, than the color yeah, of your skin. It definitely is. And every time, I, now I'm telling you, man, the things I see on social media nowadays, every time I see something about race and blah, blah, I love reading the comments about, especially from white people, where they just kind of just be like, black people always making excuses and blah, blah. I'm like, this is where it's going to come to. It's going to come to the point where everybody's so 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 paranoid that they don't want to speak out in public. They'll mm-hmm. talk shit on, on, on social media all day because most people are fucking cowards. I believe that a lot of people that put some of the most, the meanest uh, YouTube comments up, I believe some of those people probably... Uh, after they log off, they probably go hang with some hang with some niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or they probably go they go to the gym, you know, chatting it up with another black guy. But when they on YouTube, with they with they uh, with whatever they um, their avatar is some random person, and they just on that bitch spewing hate. See, it's easy to spew hate behind the avatar that doesn't have to you know 
take up for what it says. Right. And you, you can probably, log off. You can you, log off. Exactly. You're a thousand miles away. And with the with this new with this new social media, the way it is, and how it's basically built up, and how it's going to get worse, people are just becoming more cowardly and cowardly, and people are just acting like people don't have feelings. And I have to check people all the time, like. Everybody fucking has feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you can sit there and act like words don't hurt, but to just have somebody just spew and hate at you over your opinion, that's fucking ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And society has gotten worse with that. And the more and more I see motherfuckers um, being counterproductive, I realize that I don't really think that I will ever be alive where I see a society that really just gets along. Where I don't, I don't think peace is possible. No, no. Because you're going to fight over what kind of peace. It, it it all you know, it's just relative. That's you know, you'll 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 I'll define peace one way, you'll define peace another way, and then we'll end up up over fighting over that. So Yeah, and I, I think people are just so fucking selfish that if it doesn't benefit them and I think I think everybody is inherently selfish. I think everybody has their selfish their their little how do I say, self absorbed tendencies where me, me, Absolutely. me everybody has that. But I believe that some people are consumed by it. And I honestly feel like those people, more than anybody, either need to be removed from society wow. <laughs> or, wow. or, or they need to find people that are just like them so they can see themselves in the mirror and realize that they need to fucking change. You know, because I people know me. I, I don't think selfish people are even capable of love. Like, I don't I don't think a selfish person, if you know that you're, you're if a person describes you with three words and they use selfish for any of them. I think that you just need to reevaluate your life and realize you don't need to mess with nobody else mm-hmm. because you're walking into whatever you're walking into. If it's a relationship or whatever, you're walking into that shit like Kobe. Just pass me the ball. Feed, feed me. <laughs> I got. It. I got it from here. Feed me. You know, and that's not fair. People are always talking about love. People are always talking about positive vibes and and positivity. But if you're not giving, if you're not giving, then you already you already failing. Mm-hmm. And I know I know a lot of people that you know align with the Christian church, the Catholic church, or whatever church they align with, that they're not very generous people. And I think that's one of the things that Jesus was mostly very generous, was always giving. Yeah. And that, and that's why I look up at these corporations, these rich motherfuckers that come out, you know, that come out the hood or whatever, whoever you are. A lot of them just take, 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 and the only reason that they will ever give is if it's a tax write off, mm-hmm. and that's freaking crazy to me. That's why and people want and even with Oprah, why do you think Oprah would just start giving away shit twice a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm buying everybody in the audience a car. You get this, you get this, you get this. You rather you rather spend it and build your brand than to just give it away in taxes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. True, true. Might as well. Yeah, but looking at the bottom, you you can write off charitable donations if in case course. you didn't know. Of course, of that's course. all you got to do is call that charitable donation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember. I think I remember Big Millen was having like a battle over who was gonna donate the most water to Flint. Yeah. And I was just like, that's not even genuine anymore. It's like, why aren't you not giving these people water because they need it? You're giving these people water literally because it's a tax write off and it makes you look good. It's building up your brand. The more anonymous the donation was, that to me is is what makes that that's character right there. That's mm-hmm. how you know you're dealing with somebody that isn't a fucked up individual and isn't selfish. But more than likely, in order to get rich, in order to climb that ladder, like a lot of these people in America do, you got to be selfish, uh, selfish, arrogant bastard. Yeah, you know. To an and, extent. I, and I kind of feel like that's why I am where I am because I, I just don't see myself being like that. The only reason I ever, the only way I ever get rich is if this fucking podcast just takes off out of the blue, or if I just hit the fucking lottery, or if I go out with Ed and play bingo and win a bunch of money. 
Yeah, you gotta play the lottery to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah, you know that's true. And I'd be hot. I, I gave him my two dollars, and I don't win. I'd be wanting to go get a refund. You know what? This ticket wasn't wasn't a winner. I, I need my money back. I, I was comparing that to uh, how people like a, like a person like a, this lady at my job plays the lottery a lot. And I asked her the other day. I said, "Man, how many times have you almost won? Or how many times have you ever like seen some numbers and you were like these? You feel good about these numbers?" And she and she been playing for like 20, 30 years. She said, "Man." At least two or three times a month. I was like, damn. I imagine that's how people are when they get in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like everybody feels like, oh, yeah, this the one. This the one. Hell, yeah, this the one. These numbers these numbers adding up. They just look right. And then the shit just come out to be bullshit. It's like. Every time I buy a lottery ticket, I never look at the numbers. Oh. I never look at them. I'll wait and see. Oh, somebody hit. I'll, I'll check. I'll pull up the site. Somebody hit. Nobody hit in Texas. Fuck it, then. <laughs> That's it. That, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Cause they know. They know right off the bat. Yeah. I, we, we wish it was like that when we met people in relationships, but the reality is it's just not, and we just got to deal with it. Um. Another, another thing that I have been noticing lately is um. intelligence definitely does scare people. That's something that I, I've realized over the span of time. More than most likely... I think I started noticing when we started doing this show. And uh, that's probably something I'm going to get into a, another time. But I definitely think that you have a certain group of people that kind of like seeing somebody that's smart. That kind of like, you know, being around intelligent people. But then you have that other group of society that loves being around a person that can manipulate. Or groups of people that can manipulate because they know that they're smarter than them. And I just think that that's something, that's something that's interesting. And I, I'm going to look into another time. But... Uh, Man, uh, it doesn't even feel like we. It feel like we've been going for like three hours. We barely hitting forty minutes. Man, gotta get our wind back. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's it, what, is. It, is. That's what it is. New year, your, yeah. your wind, your wind is out, and then you gotta get. get they was only back. supposed to get a twenty for twenty this time anyway. But yeah, well, I'll, I'll I'll talk to production. Production was fucking. Yeah, production be fucking up, but yeah, that's, that's that's neither here nor there at all. But um, we know what we do, man. You know what we do at this time. Oh, um, but before we get to that, um, remember the Instagram page in the number zero boundaries underscore podcast on Instagram. Email is, um, I don't even remember what our email address is. Wow, man. It's, isn't, um, isn't it? it's, um, like PCN radio NB at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's in the notes. Yeah, it's in, it's in the notes and it will be on here if you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. iTunes, SoundCloud. Welly Snapchats. Follow his Snapchat. Yep, yep. The Monstar, he he Snapchats too. He has a pretty cool Snapchat. You know, he's he snaps. Lots of the people. <laughs> you go a lot of the people on twenty in twenty seventeen. <laughs> From the jump, day six, you want a lot of people hey, already. Man. Shit. I told uh, you, man. New Year, same me. Oh goodness. You got words of advice? Uh I think I do have words of advice. Um I think um uh, for 2017, uh, let, let's start the year, let's start the year off strong. Uh, let's let's not be out there chasing people that don't want you. Uh, let's let's just let's just face the facts as it is. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You know, you may want a certain fish, but God may be redirecting your steps. And when you constantly try to force something that is not meant to be, and then your life it ends up in shambles. You can only be mad at yourself. So let's start 2017 on the right foot, and let's just let things flow, and let's let's 
let's go to things that attract us in a positive way. Let's not, if it gives you negative energy, let's not push on it too much. Just, let's let's throw that, leave that in 2016. Uh, my words of advice, um, be true to yourself. Don't build, don't build yourself around somebody. Build yourself and let those people that need to be around you come into your life and let them stay in your life, but don't adjust your life for the people around you. Let them be a part of you. Don't don't make your life a part of theirs. I like that. I hey, like that. That was shooting from the hip. I oh. had something earlier that I heard in the show that I was going to tie all in. But then we started. We lost wind. And oh, we, yeah, we're tired now. Say legs hurt, coach. I haven't played full court in a while. Man. I, I just been running half court. It, it has been a while. It has been a while. But hey, with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Sorry it's a little late, but hey. You fuck with us and we fuck with you. Always. <laughs> Have a good evening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary? <laughs>